Okay, <coughs> so we're on Sicha Mem Gimel. Sicha Mem Gimel, you have it? Yeah. Okay. Let's work through it a little bit. Aidei Marish Chayrav Atzvus, says Rabbi Nachman. We were discussing in the recent past the difference between Leif Nishbar, a broken heart, which is a good thing, and Atzvus, depression, a very deep sadness, which is a bad thing. We learned that Rabbi Nachman told us that Atzvus, this word that usually is described as depression, is like a person who's angry. It's like a person who's angry at a Kaddish Baruch Hu, <clears throat> even though he's depressed. He's not really angry, but he's totally been sapped of his emotions because he has not received what he wanted. Versus a different personality, we said, if he wouldn't get what he wanted, he would get angry. It's a personality thing. Some people get angry, some people get depressed. Right? Lev Nishbar is when a person, says Rabbi Nachman, is like a child who so badly wants to be more connected to the Father, wants, or he wants stuff, and he's not getting it, but it's not that he's upset and angry, he's just feeling distant. So there's a certain sadness, brokenheartedness, because he wants to be close, but he's not feeling close. But he's not angry at anybody. Like right? lottery ticket. You buy the ticket, you, and you don't win. You're not angry. <laughs> It's like, eh. That's, okay. It's a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're broken heart over a lottery ticket, then we have to work on other things also. I mean, like, you're not angry about it. You're not depressed over it. Just, just talk, like, talk, talk to me afterwards. We can, we can, <laughs> we can work on that in you. I don't know. Yeah. We'll find you a good job. <laughs> when your team loses the So, Rabbi Nachman now says that he, he adds now two words here. So, Aide Moreshchayra Vaatsus. Through Mara Shchayra. Mara means, what does Mara mean? Bitter. Bitter. Shchayra, you're black. You're black and you're bitter. So bitter already, bitter means a person's angry. Bitter means he's hurt. Bitter means he's resentful. He had certain expectations, he didn't get it. This is like the person who's, he's in a state of kas. he's just not yelling at anybody, he's just bitter. He's just upset. So through Mara Shchayra and Atzvus, was this. Enam Yodim Shemo, Mishemo. He doesn't know his own name. When a person is in a state of bitterness, resentment, he's resentful against the Kaddish Baruch Hu, he's in a place of Atzvus, he doesn't even know his own name. And Rabbi Nachman says in a way of like a, like a little bit of a joke, We know we learn, it says here of the Rishas Chachma, that when a mace goes up after the, after the person dies, the mace goes up, and he's standing behind, before the judges, the heavenly court, they ask him his name. He forgets his name. He's in such a state of pachad that he forgets his name. And that's why, as I what, what does the Shlach Kodesh tell people? That is, you say your you say your pasuk at the end of the Shimon Esrei. You say a pasuk based on the first letter of your name and your last letter, right? In order that that pasuk will help you when you go upstairs, it'll remind you of what your name is and remember your name. Which in Memdal, if we got to today, he does discuss a little bit about this this Indian. Akupanim. So a person goes up, he's dead, and he forgets his name. 
Why is he forgot his name? So says Rabbi Nachman, but Derech Tzach says like a joke. Because since the mace, the dead person, is ba'atzvus, a dead body, a carcass, is, there's no more atzvus than that. It's got no life. It has no energy. Right? No ruach. So it's ba'atzvus, and it's in a bad place. It's a dead body. So that's why it forgets its name. Right? He doesn't know his name. So, so too, a person who's in a state of atzvus or marshchera, he's almost like a dead body where he forgets his name. Now, what does it, what does it mean a person forgets his name? What does that mean? Outside. <clears throat> <laughs> well, we can, we, we can work with that. What, uh, see, it's interesting. When, when, the, when, the, when the body dies... And what goes up? The neshama goes up. What stands behind before the heavenly throne? Not the body, but the neshama. Right? So where is the, where is the name of a person? Neshama. So it's interesting. Is the neshama of a name? Or is the body of a name? Isn't the life of the, the combination of the body and the guf? Like, what do you say? The combination of the guf the and guf the neshama. And the neshama. Creates life. There's a life, and that well, life is the name. Meaning, because the bot, we maybe a Gilgul, they don't have the same name as the person who had, you know. Whoa, why are we jumping to Gilgulim right now? Saying, Can we body, be normal? The body is the one that's being named. Yeah. Essentially. Oh, so, oh, so, okay, so the body's being named. Right? Nishamas, I don't know, it's, I don't know exactly how to say this. I have to work through it a little bit. But it's not the Nishama that has the name, the body has a name. However, the word neshama has the word shame in it, right? Neshama has the word shame. Without the, without the neshama giving energy to the body, the body is, is, is dead. The, bed, the body is made from dust, right? We know the body is made from the ground, like Adam Arishan. It's only when a Kaddish Baruch Vayipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chayim, then he gave him life, then he called him Adam. He gave him a name. So when there's a separation between the body and the neshama, so then, the person, this thing has no name. It's confused. It's the body's on the floor. That doesn't have a name because if you're if you're on the floor, you have no purpose. Mainly, you have no name. You only get a name when there's a ruach. There's a chias. You're going to do something. So if a person's in a state of atzvus, he becomes lifeless. He has no tachlis. He can't. Be himself. He can't perform. He's just like a carcass. And we're not blaming him. Right? Everybody has their own reasons why they're, they're, they're in a state of Atzis or Marshaira. But Rabbi Nachman is just saying that's what happens. At that point, you forget your name. You have no, you have, you've lost your purpose. You're just angry at the world. Or at Kadosh Baruch Hu. You're not able to, to do anything proactively. Anything that you even do is just out of. For whatever reason, you have to do something, but you're upset about it. You're upset. You're upset out of everything, so you forget your name, right? Vaklali says, says Rebbeinachman should zarli zarma od modlios besimcha tamid. We know that a person has to be constantly besimcha, besimcha tamid. V'afilu imu kemoshehu, even if he's done things wrong. Even if he is far from a kaddish baruch hu. 
You still should be besimcha that you weren't made a goy. Now, one point I want to make note of. Rabbi Nachman very often, when he's teaching, and he's telling us about simcha, and he's teaching us about, you know, be mechazik yourself, and in yeish, he'll always give the biggest chedish. Even if you're the biggest sinner, still be besimcha, still in yeish, still be mechazik yourself. So very often when you're learning Taurus Breslov, Sichasaran, Kutimaran, even the Kutelachas, Rabbi Nassim, very often a person thinks that the chizik that Rabbi Nachman's giving are for those people. The guys are the big sinners, you know? Even if you have tattoos and, uh, you know, you stole from a little old lady, still you could do tshuva, still you can machazik yourself. But then what happens very often for people who are not holding at the level. Okay, fine, so that's not talking to me. That's, that's, that's very nice. We're not going to be other people. That's true. But it's not, really re- it's not really relevant to me. That's not at all what Rabbi Nachman saying. Rabbi Nachman saying, even it goes that far. But let's not go there. Mm-hmm. By us. We have an, obliga- have an obligation to try to be besimcha always. Mitzvah, gedola, lios, besimcha, tamid. It's a mitzvah, gedola. To be besimcha, tamid. Now, there's no mitzvah in the Torah to be, well, actually there is. Where's the mitzvah of simcha in the Torah? In the Torah. What? That's not in the Torah. That's a passage from Hatil. You have to say simcha. Because you didn't serve me with simcha and tuvlevav, all these bad things happen. What's that simcha talking about? Because you didn't serve me with simcha, but two vlevov. You didn't appreciate what you had. See, by people, they walk around all day as droopy Jews. Why the droopy Jews? There's many reasons for that. And one of the reasons is, is because they wanted something, parnasa, they wanted some madrega, in spirituality, they wanted something big. They were looking for something. They were davening for it, maybe, hoping for it, expecting it. And then when they don't get that thing, they fall down. They fall. They their their heart sinks, right? But then they forget. One second. Why am I jumping to Madrega's? Why am I jumping to? I'll be happy when I make X amount. But anything up until then, I'm not happy. So you could have a guy, he sets out, I'm going to make a million dollars. He's holding my $750,000. He's not happy. He didn't, hit, he didn't hit the market. He'll be like, he'll admit, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. of course it's good. Because everybody, all his friends are saying, like, what are you upset about? Like, you made seven fifty. He's like, no, no, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. In the back of his head, he's like, yeah, but I didn't make the, two, I didn't make the extra two fifty. I didn't make the million. So he's walking around all day without simcha, without, without chiyas, as a droopy Jew, because of his, what, what is it, uh, when, the, when the companies make their, their st- earnings? earnings? Yeah, the earnings, but the, what's the, out, the outlook, what's it called? You know, it's a word. Forecast. Forecast, okay, those kinds of things. Rabbi Nachman says, what does he say? You should be besimcha shalosa goy. Why don't you go, go back to the most simple, basic things? 
right? Why are you jumping that your simcha is based on one million? What about one dollar? Right? Why, why would a person logically put himself into a position where he's limiting his potential simcha to a very narrow set of rules? I will be happy, right? I, or if, and right, those kinds of statements, if, then, whatever. I will be happy if, right, or if, then, if I make the million, then I will be happy. Why, why, why does a person do that to himself? You know what it's similar to? Now, you might yell at me, but I don't care. I tell people, I'm joking, but I'm not joking at the same time. I say, you, you, you follow sports? The guy will be like, yeah. I say, what's your favorite team? So he tells me, whatever he said, Mets, Yankees, Giants, Jets, whatever it is. I say, well, what happens when they win? Are you happy? Yeah, of course, my team won. I say, what happens when they lose? Are you, are you upset about it? He's like, yeah, a little bit. Nothing crazy, but like, yeah, I'm a little upset. I say, why don't you just be a front runner? Why don't you just pick the team that always wins? Like, why not just always be happy? No, that's not how it goes. You have to pick your team, and you 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 know you win with your team and you die with your team. I'm like you're crazy. Why would you put yourself in that position? Like if you're like a Met fan, you know, from back in like when I was like every year I, for whatever reason I became I was a Met fan. Why I have no idea why. Why every year of my days. The Yankees were in the, 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 the World Series. That, that was like the 90s. I mean, you guys were the same. Every year. And yet, I stayed a Mets fan. I'm a Ratzis. Who does that? I'm not, it's not even like I'm picking a different state. It's the same state. No, I'm going to die with my team. And that's what happens. So then all your friends make fun of you. You feel like a loser. What did you gain from that? Who, to, who, who chose that for you? All you had to be like, all I had to say was, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. You don't need to get a card. You don't need to like sign a ballot. All you have to say is, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. <coughs> right? Isn't it crazy sometimes we add the way we do things? Only when we choose what makes us happy or not. We choose. We, va- we give the values to life. You know, some people who $1 is worth a dollar and sometimes you have a person whose dollar is worth a thousand dollars you have a person whose value of the dollars is 20 cents it's meaning how much he values money how much he needs money how much whatever he wants it for <clears throat> a person could go outside and say it's a sunny day I'm the happiest guy in the world it's warm I'm good to go and you have a person who does, he hasn't seen the sun in, in 60 years he hasn't even seen the sun because all he's doing is looking at his, uh, his Wall Street Journal or something we're just looking at his next email. He doesn't even see the sun. So what I'm trying to bring out from this, that when Rabbi Nachman says, we'll learn it in a second way, but that a person's always able to be besimcha if he goes back to the most basic simchas of life. Ch- choose to go back to the most basic things. Open up your cupboard. Wow. I have honey nut Cheerios. That's awesome. Honey nut Cheerios has been around a very long time. I think it's overall, for all time, it's probably the best cereal. Cocoa Pebbles is a close second. But like, you know, they don't always have that. Sometimes it's out of stock. Honey Nut Cheerios is always there. Emmis, it's always there for you. So just be with Simcha and Honey Nut Cheerios. Like, why does it have to be only when you get the special K with the, with the this and the that? And sometimes Walmart doesn't have it or something.
then you're upset. That's when that's like a little kid. Right? Every what does every parent say to the kid? You open up the cabinets, twenty cereals, and they go crazy because the twenty first cereal is not there. You say to the kid, but there's twenty cereals here. There's, there's honey nut Cheerios. There's life. There's Crispix. Come on. I want berry kicks. I well, went out of stock. I don't know what happened. Honestly, I don't know what happened. Another purple box. It was a great cereal. I don't know what happened. When was that? I don't know. It's been a long time now. But, but we have the yellow kicks or the orange, whatever color it is. No, I don't want that. So what do you tell the kid? Can you just be happy? You know what? You know what we had when I was a kid? I had three boxes. Honey Nut Cheerios, regular Cheerios, and apple cinnamon Cheerios. That was it. That's all we had. That's what we tell our kids. Just be happy with what you get. Because we understand as mature people. So it's okay. So you have this cereal. That's... But then when it comes to our things, we're not so quick to... To give up on our simcha. No, but I want I wanted the million. But then your kid says to you, your little kid says, But Tati, you got $750,000. No, son, you don't understand. You know, when you're older, you'll understand. So then kid says to you, you want some honey on Cheerios? Mm. <laughs> hey, Tati, you need a bowl of honey on Cheerios. You gotta go back to the simple thing. Show us how you got. At least, look, you didn't remember me to go. Simple. So really bad. You have to, the person has to start going back to the, the, the basic, sim- the simple, the simple simples of life. Now, a problem number two that I think <coughs> Rabbi Nachman's answering when he says that a person's simple should come from Shlos HaGoy, and there's a second problem, second issue, is that when, whatever a person has, he has. Okay? Right? That's, that's a very, very profound statement. Whatever you have, you have. Usually, where does a person's simcha come from? Or in his mind? Where is my simcha coming from? Outside. The next, outside of what I have. The next dollar, the next vacation, the next, whatever it might be, even in spirituality. The next level, the next understanding, right? So you have all of this, these hopes and desires and these wants. That right now are illusions. They're not here. It's a want. That's not what I have. And we in our heads take the word simcha, simcha sechayim, okay, right? To be happy in life. We take it and we glue it onto that want. A want, which is something outside of what I have right now. We, we glue my Simcha Zechayim is going to come when I get that thing. Similar to before. So it's an illusion. It's not real. And it's very seldom that you even, you might even get that. Right? You might not even get that extra one step outside of where you're holding. So what does Rabbi Nachman say? Bibi Simcha Shlosai Goy. What does that mean? Where does real simcha come from? But Emes, where does simcha come from? It's Mr. Pergeros. Ezu, Asher, Hasmech, Bechelko. What does it mean, Bechelko? My, my forecast? My, 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 my earnings? It's what you have. The Iker simcha comes from what you actually have already. If a person would stop and be misboning, what do I have? Let's take an accounting of what I have right now. Not what I want, what I expect, what I think I should have, would have. 
What do I have right now? The place of living, transportation, wife, maybe, kids, grandkids, maybe. Whatever. Bank account, right? (laughs) Not with the thought of, well, my bank account has this, but I want more. No, no, no. There's no but more. Right now, we're just analyzing. It's a little bit hard because our brains are not trained this way. Just what do I have? I'm not a guy. That's what I'm not I'm not a guy. I'm a Jew. That's what I have. I'm not, I'm not, it's not, I'm not looking to be a tzaddik. I'm not looking to be a tamachacham. Those are all nice things. If you get there, you get there. But right now, where is my, my simcha coming from? I'm not a guy. I'm a Jew. And I, when I, and whatever I have, that's what's going to bring me simcha. That's where simcha comes from. Not from the outside. Because the second you get the thing from the outside, you just want another thing from the outside. So that simcha doesn't last. Because when you want something from the outside, and you take your simcha zachayim, and you glue it onto that want, guess what? Where did you get, you get that simcha zachayim from? That concept. You took it from what you have, what could have been the source of your simcha, you took it out of that place, and now you post it on some illusion, which turns into this illusion. You become upset that you're not going to get... You understand what I'm saying? You, you, you don't have it both ways. If you depend your simcha on the next thing, you've taken it out of what you have. It is, it's impossible at that moment to also be simcha with what you have because you are only going to be simcha when you get the next thing. So you become just a stira and you X out everything that you have and you don't appreciate what you have. And that becomes a big problem. You don't appreciate yourself. You don't appreciate your wife and kids. You don't appreciate your bank account. You don't appreciate... And it's not just that you're not going to be able... A, you're not going to be able to connect with those things properly. B, you're upset at a Kodesh Baruch. If you don't appreciate that means where do all these things come from? They come from a Kodesh Baruch. And if you're not going to see it as it is, so you're, you're, like, you're like Adam. When Chazal said about Adam, he was kofert, he was kofoitov. The wife you gave me made me eat. Right? It was her fault. So Chazal brings down, Chazal brings down how much of a kofoitov Adam Rishon was. So if you have all the things and you're not besimcha, then tachas you didn't serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu Not some extra excitement of Simcha. You didn't serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu coming in with you and all the stuff that you have. Feeling filled up. You don't have to be dancing and clapping. That's not what it means. It means do you appreciate what you have in your life that you were given? If you serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu as a droopy Jew, you don't. And that's why the curse has come. That person's life is a life of curse. He doesn't even appreciate what he has. You look at the guy, you're like, buddy, you have everything. What are you upset about? Because I don't have that. Who was that? Who was one that, that was had everything in the world? <coughs> what? Kain. Okay, maybe. But there's one that we, there's one personality in the scope of Tanakh that we always point to as one who had, Nope, he even said it. 
Haman said, oh. Now Haman was the second in command of the entire world. Achishverosh had everything. And Haman's number two. He had all the covered, he had all the wealth, everything. He had ten children, or even more than that, the Gemara says, depending. He had everything. Kolze. Everything. What are the next words? Einen Shavali are worth nothing to me as long as that Mordechai guy is not bound down to me. The one thing that's outside of him, the one thing he couldn't get, Mordechai bowed down, therefore nothing's worth anything to me. I mean, that's, that's straight up insanity. Right? But we do that on a small scale. By that extra want, and again, gluing our, what we define as Simcha Zechayim, happiness of life, on that next thing, and not appreciating what we have, we've lost the Simcha Zechayim. Because now you don't have it. The moment that you're wanted, you don't have it. It's not there. So you're, by like definition, you're not happy. Rabbi Nachman says, people Simcha. Again, not, not just people who, who are big sinners. That's what I want to point out. It's us also. Right? person doesn't appreciate what he has. Rabbi Nachman is talking to that person. Be happy, you weren't made a guy. It's massive, it's huge. Appreciate what you have. Be besimcha in the little things and be besimcha in what you have. Be misboning on that. We come out never misboning on what we have already. Which is called the Karsatov, which is one of the most important meters of a person's life, mamish. The whole yesod of a person is based on a sakaris hatov. The recognition of the tov that Karsh Baruch did for him. What he has. If you don't have that, you don't even have the first step. You don't have the foundation. How could you be mocker any other tov of a Kaddish Baruch if you're not even mocker what you have? That's how we start off the day. Moda Anil Fanecha. The most basic hoda is you're giving back life. But then after that, yeah, but why didn't you give me this? Why didn't you give me The second after we, we thank a Kaddish Baruch for getting our, our, our soul back, we're already like on the down. You open the news, like, oh my gosh, why did this happen? Why did this? And there's no one in the chairs in the cabinet. Can't get anything! Says, <coughs> When a person does things against the Kaddish Baruch, he sins. That even when a, so when a person does things that are wrong and he has to do tshuva, go into a place of his baitidus. Go into a quiet place. Actually think. Truly think. It's like the, the, the most rare commodity in the entire world is true thinking. Very, very rare. Because all day long we're thinking about work. Then we go home, we're just quickly thinking about like the kids and dinner and like the wife. Blah, blah, blah. Think, 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 think. No one's sitting down and just thinking about what they want to think about. Just appreciating it. We, then we just then we go with the phone, so we just numb ourselves with just more other information that's coming our way. You you literally can go 60, 70, 80 years you never really thought once. You, you know what I mean? It's, of course you're thinking, but it's not deep thinking. Just next, 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 next. And go that way for years. And then something like the world events happen, like we're in right now, which is an opportunity for a person to stop and think. But, but we don't think. We just go into go mode. Which a lot of it's good. But you're not thinking. 
just go more. Just okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Move. 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 But no one's thinking about what. What does this really mean? No one's thinking about like what. Who am I really? What does the Kaddish Baruch want from me? What am I going to do after this is all over? Right, who's thinking about that? Right now we're just in go mode. Another tehillim, another tehillim, another tehillim. Another event, another sifa. All good things. But what about, what about the thinking? Right? That's how Kaddish Baruch wants us to respond, for sure. In general. But prati, as an individual, you need to think. What does the Kaddish Baruch want? What am I being inspired to do? What, what does he want from me? Each person's different. The whole nation is inspired. We're losing it a little bit right now. I mean, we were much more inspired two weeks ago. Right? But people are still inspired. They still things are still going on in the world. Things are still shaking, shaking up. So what 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 should I do? What should I make of this? What is the Kaddish Baruch saying to me? My name. Right? If a person comes out and he's watching too much news, you know how I, how I, what I feel about the news, and he becomes depressed, you lose your name. You lose your tachlis. You can't do anything. You're not able to perform. You lose the entire inspiration. The answers of the news just totally saps you. Right? The people who aren't paying attention to these things, their mind is still clear. New things are opening up to them. New ideas. New opportunities. They're thinking. That's why Kodesh Baruch does these things in the world, to get you to wake up and just be like, what is going on here? Well, I believe in a God, so it's Him doing it. That's hopefully you're holding there. Why? Not why is He doing that, but what? why is it affecting me? What am I supposed to do from this? Where am I supposed to take this? Right? Person has to think. So you have to go into the room, as Baruch this. Well, the Shabbat, the Bilafan, is Baruch, and you need to break your heart in front of a Kodesh Baruch what do you want from me? I feel, I'm feeling distant at these moments from you. But even in the Hizboididis, where you're breaking yourself in front of a Kaddish Baruch, you're never allowed to go to Atzvus. You can only be in Lev Nishbar, broken heart. Lev Nishbar, Elokim Lo Sivza. Kaddish Baruch, Dov Nimal says, Lev Nishbar, Kaddish Baruch, doesn't disgrace. Because that's a true yearning. The kid's upset, the kid's complaining but because he doesn't feel connected to the father. Not that he's just complaining, kicking and because he didn't get what he wanted. That's more atzvus. That's more kas. Or bitter, really. The rest of the day is with simcha. So one hour a day, or one session of the day, you go into the place of Lev Nishbar, you break yourself, you let yourself be emotional, you let yourself be vulnerable, open. And the rest of the day, you're with Gam is very important. It's very, very important. Especially right now. I mean, it's always important. But especially right now, when, we, when the, the Jewish world is, is being inspired in Achtas, right? There's a lot of Achtas going on. But what are we doing over here? Okay, so I'm sending money, packages. But what, are do, what are we doing over here? Like, it's very nice that the soldiers need all these things and we're sending them to them, but either eventually all the soldiers hopefully will get what they, get, what they need, or we'll just end this whole thing. We don't need them anymore. Then what are we doing for Achtas? Then what? That's it? No more Achtas? Over? Party's over? No more packing boxes? That's crazy. That's what the Kaddish Baruch wanted? He just wanted a temporary Achtas? What does he want us to do? He says many things, but let's read one thing. 
Gam idea simcha, yechom lahachios adam acher. Through simcha, you can give somebody else life. Ki yesh ben adam sheish lam yisurim gedolim v'norim rachman al tzlan. You have some people who are being afflicted heavily with certain pains, right? Not just in Eretz Yisrael. We have to wake up. There's a lot of people in pain also now. Still people don't have jobs here. There also for sure, but there's a lot of people in pain over here. We can't forget about those people that are local. Right? You're supposed to give to, the tzedakah you're supposed to give to Yerecha first. Your own town first. Take care of your own people. Believe me, these people who are very in pain, they're broken and not able to speak out their problems. They're, they're, they're in a lot of pain. They're in a lot of shock. Trauma. They but they want to say it over. But they have nobody before whom they can speak. No one's given the time of day. And to speak out <coughs> with this person, a friend of some, whatever, some sort, to speak out what's on their heart. They don't have that. Therefore, Therefore, they're, they're filled with these sermandaikas and worries and pain. Right? When you have a system and there's a lot of energy, you need to get the energy out. Right? You have a kid. He's got a lot of energy. You've got to let him run around. You've got to get all that energy out. When you have a person who's filled with surim and worry, he needs to get... It's, it's an energy. It's, it's a bad energy. It's energy. How do you get it out? The mouth. When they, when they talk about it, they talk about their nerves their anxieties, their worries. And then there's somebody on the other side who can be macabre those words. The macabre has taken some of the pain from the mesaper. Because the, the mesaper, the one who's telling over, is telling over his pains. He's putting his pain in those words. And if someone's there to catch it with support, with some ahava, you're going to make that person feel better. And when a person comes to him smiling, the happy face. You can really give this person life. So you give this person life. Because not only is he seeing a happy face, but maybe he says, you know, maybe this person I could speak to. Maybe I could open up to him. Even, the, even that hope gives them something. And says Rabbi Nachman, To give a person life, that's not a small thing. To smile at a person, to give them a little bit of chiyas. That's not a small matter. It's very, very big. Right? Don't just jump for the big things. Oh, if I can buy a bulletproof vest for $500, then that's achtas. But smiling at another Jew, what is that anyway? Fakir. Smiling at another Jew is worth $500 also. And it could be worth a thousand dollars, depending on how much a person needs. It could save a person's life, so it's limitless. It's right. It's infinite how much it could be worth. You don't know, right? Don't be mavat of the small mitzvahs. Dosh, right? Don't trample on the the mitzvahs kalos. There were two badchan, badchanim, right? The two. Jesters, jokesters, the guys at the chasanas that make the rhymes and they joke around, they make people besimcha. There were these two jesters, shazachu l'ma shazachu. They were zoch to olam haba, ayedezeh, through that, through making people happy, through bringing a person joy. Shayim esamcha menedim, because they made people happy. With very pasha simcha, 
Right? That's, what, that's what we're trying to learn over here. That a lot of our atzas comes from, we're trying to be too complicated in our simcha. We want big things, and only then, and at the same time, we're forgetting about, and it comes hand to hand sometimes, we're, forget, we're forgetting about our own personal simcha. When a person recognizes that he has a mission in this world, he has a shame. He has a name. And your name actually defines who you are. I even have a book, Agav, that goes through Jewish names and it tells you their personality. It's wild because it's dead on. But that gives you a little bit of your marching orders. So when a person has a name and he appreciates the name and he appreciates his marching orders and he's happy in his own skin, so this guy is, is a millionaire. He's got, it, he's got it all. But when a person wants more and he's not getting it, he wants big things and he's not getting it, and then he gets a little bit down, at that point there's almost like a Misa. He loses his shame. He loses his name because he lost his purpose in the world. He's become numb, desensitized, he can't do anything. And Vait turned to Atzis and that turns into Marashchaira. Now he's resentful. Now he's angry. And then that, spi- that downward spiral takes a a big, big turn down. And then you get stuck in that place and it's very, very difficult to get out. But if you start with the small simchas, I was in Magoy, or the very simple things that we have. You have a kid, you have a wife, you have a house, you have a car, you have a shul, you're able to daven. But, wow, look at that, it's one thing. You turn up. And then you say another little thing you have, you turn up again. And then again and again and again and again, and now you start to spiral upwards. But you start from the most basic. Don't start from the highest thing. Not the million. One dollar. And that way you can manage to become a very, very powerful madriga of simcha. Yeah? Amos? I have a question. I mean, it's not really a question, but it's, it's like a recognition that's in your voice. Uh, it means shlo yosel going, which is something that's um, consistent and it's unchanging. But I'm happy I have $500,000, and then in, in a month, I'm going to have half. I might have a problem with that. Oh, a month ago I was happy because it's dependent it's dependent on that number right so but the going part is um, no matter what I'll always be a, a, a right the most basic the most basic the basics the further you can go back to the basics yeah that's what you're saying it's strong just being alive I guess that's not necessarily <clears throat> that's er- that's to everyone this is directed to to us like not just life but life as a unit you're right right Termitsis. Yeah. I think in the third paragraph when he says that at least listen to Macabell, it's also something within you always. You're always no matter what you have that ability to be Macabell and to make someone happy, even if you have nothing else to give them. Right. Doesn't cost any money. The Ramchal talks about him, he says the charm. That chess is not just with money. It's helping per- you could help move a person's help move his couch and someone you could listen to their problems. And then now you give that person simcha, but you even give yourself simcha. Because you feel good that you help that person. Isn't that Rabbi Akiva's wife? She gave hay and she was very poor. Someone asked her for hay or something? Yeah, so Rabbi Akiva was with his wife and they were very, very poor. And the Kaddish sent Elio and Avi yeah. to, ask them, to ask them for like... Uh, made you feel good. To ask them for something, I forgot what it was, something very, very basic. It was like hay for like to sleep on or something. Right, they didn't even have hay. So Rabbi Akiva says to his wife, like, look, we, at least we even have hay. Right, <laughs> right. It's not how to look. Where do you where do you look? What I don't have or what I do have? Right. It's two totally different worlds: glass half empty or glass half full, positive, negative.
is Rav Nachman start the Kuti Mara and is, is to see, at least see the good before anything you have to find a good point right I don't know if that's number one but I think I thought that was one no the Kudatova the Kudatova yeah um, Rabbi Nelson sometimes brings out a little bit, but it's not, it's not clear. Like that. Is anybody talking about? Oh, maybe, maybe it's Azamra. Oh, yes, yes. Azamra. Yes. Okay, that's 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 the one of the main Torahs of Rabbi Nachman for sure, hundred right, percent. That's what this is. Part of the Nikkud Tova is seeing seeing the little points of goodness of appreciation, not just looking for the. It's like it's like the the mashal end with this, uh, with this. There's a mashal I've said it over many times. I heard it once. I don't remember where I heard it, but. There was a there was a there was a teacher who comes into class, and she had this big white. I used to say oak tag. You probably guys know what oak tag is, right? I one time I said this. I don't know I said this with, with younger guys, and they're like, "What's oak tag?" And, you know oak tag, <laughs> right? Yeah, look iPad. at this. Yeah, iPad. Oak tag is time. Smartboard. You know what oak tag is. Yeah, it's like a big piece of like white. Hard paper. See it? I said a lot of jo- You thought I was joking. They don't know what it is. Yeah, neon green, neon green or white. Signs <laughs> exactly. So on the on the on there, the the teacher, the teacher made five black dots. Small, very small. Picks up the oak tag. Class, big white oak tag. Five little dots. What do you guys see? I see a dot. I see a dot. I see a black dot. I see a black dot. There's five black dots. The teacher says, you don't see the white oak tag? Hmm. All you did was look at what you don't have, the black. You didn't see all the things that you do have. You miss, you miss out on life itself. Now that you're not living with Simcha. We should be to the real Simcha. Yeah.